0: Hey, y'all, it's Jack here. This episode was, um, actually suggested by my friend Miles, and it's about something that happened earlier this week. So earlier this week, the, um, Trump administration announced, well, it was actually signed into law by the Trump administration, the, uh, the budget, the budget, uh, for the government. And this budget is real important because it was going to prevent a government shut a government shutdown. Now, here's the thing, big catch here. This budget also raised the age of tobacco use for anyone in the United States to 21, and isn't that interesting? The United States is lagging behind countries we helped founded after World War II, advanced Western European countries, and all this and Having free, personal freedoms for our citizens. In Europe, there's prostitution. In Europe, there's, you can get, you can drink at a younger age, and you can smoke at, you can, use tobacco at 18. In the United States, one thing is clear. If you're caught in, t- if you're in 270 days from now, if you're caught with any nicotine, or tobacco product. You will get a minor in possession charge. Now, this is not a good thing for a lot of people because, look, number one, this is specifically aimed at 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. Now, who can now even get these products, and this is a bad thing because we're, you're, our government is saying, "Hey, you're adults, but we're gonna still put you on minor possess- and MIP charge, which is minor in possession." And this, this is actually a messed up thing, because once you're 18, you're at the age of majority, which is general, generally accepted in the United States. The age of majority is 18. So if you're, if you're at the age of majority at 18, why do you have to wait to drink at 21? Why do you have to wait to now smoke cigarettes at 21? If you're old enough to serve in this country's military... You can't even get a cigarette now. You can't even get a beer. This is a this is a shame that our country is going listening to uh, is listening to people who are so-called experts on this issue. The only reason people don't like the tobacco industry is because the tobacco industry is selling something that they know will harm you, and people still do it. Nicotine is ad- addictive. Guess what? People still do it. You cannot stop that. There's always, if there's a supply of something that's addictive, there's always going to be a demand for it too. What don't our politicians get about that? There's, if there's a supply, there's a demand. And that's the basic rule of economics. And they're going to take away our freedoms based off something that can harm you what? Now, you you gotta realize you see why cocaine and meth are illegal. Because they, like, they'll cause someone to do super terrible decisions. And you can make the argument about alcohol, too. But then, yet, alcohol, millions of people drink responsibly. Hell, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Millions of youth in this country drink responsibly. And there's this, there's these statistics they love showing how number of percentage of youth who say they drink has gone down. I don't believe in that statistic. And this is why I do not believe in that statistic. Because, number one, that youth could be lying to you. They don't want to admit that they drink. So they're going to lie to you, number one. Number two, who are you taking these numbers off of? Are you taking these off the, the Students Against Destructive Decisions Club? where we know none of those students necessarily drink are you are you taking it from the Christian club at the Baptist church where we know none of those people drink that's the problem with that number where are they getting their numbers from are they getting it from private baptist schools or are they getting them from like you know clubs that are against drinking and stuff cuz you could you could talk and say this ever since 1988. We've done. I've done a bunch of research on this issue. So 1988. This is a. So remember this. 2019 is the year they raised tobacco to 21 or nicotine products. 1988 was the year the federal government raised the age to buy alcohol to 21. I've done some research on. And this is a. This is an interesting statistic. I think a lot of people need to look at. The, the the more uh so in the nineteen eighties there's probably like there's under twenty mass shootings. There's probably it was like between ten or fifteen. In nineteen in the nineteen nineties that significantly went up. It was like crazy numbers. It was like doubled that number compared to what it was in the eighties. And then in the two thousands that number doubled. And in this, in this decade, that number gone up. So this is the problem here. Is banning people from, is banning you from alcohol one of the causes for uh, school shootings? Now this may seem real crazy, but just wait a second. When you're in high school, wherever there's alcohol, there's a socialization going on. And this is one thing we can tell from the kids who are in these mass shootings. They're not very social people. They're social hermits. They have issues. They have social issues. A lot of that coming in. And these are the kids who. You know. Who aren't doing all this stuff. And that may be part of the reason. These are also kids who. Are you know. They just feel very isolated from their community. And whether you like it or not alcohol brought a lot of, when alcohol when alcohol was uh when people are drinking they're all communicating with each other drunkenly, but they're still communicating with each other that's on alcohol now on um on tobacco nicotine products, I'm in high school and let me tell you so many people use jewels and you're thinking and they're thinking okay. We're going to get rid of it. We're going to make it harder for them. Let me tell you what you're gonna, what's going to happen. There's going to be more violence at these schools. Because these kids are addicted to nicotine. And nicotine withdrawal is a hard thing to get rid of. These kids are addicted to something. And now they can't, they can't vent it out on anybody. So that's a problem. And I'm thinking more in-school violence is going, going to go up statistically. Since nicotine is going to be illegal In school violence went up When alcohol was made illegal So the, you're t- people are going to tell you Well well, uh, Maybe more people lived in the United Less people lived in the United States That's why there's less shootings Yeah that's part of it But then Our population Yeah so what It went from 200 million in 1980 Or 1990 To 300 million now one one shooting per like you know four shootings per two hundred like it's like three to two two to three shootings per two hundred million people. That's that's a percentage that is way less than five to eight sh- shootings uh, between like three hundred million people. If we look at those statistics, it's going to show a damning picture for us that. You know, banning alcohol, banning tobacco from people who are minors or even like adults who are 18 is causing violence. Isn't that an interesting statistic? Now, I'm not saying give minors alcohol, but we need to be more lenient on this because I think this could be the biggest cause for something like that. Because alcohol in high school is usually related with socialization and people don't believe that. But think about it. Every good party you've gone to, when you when you're in high school, has alcohol in it. Has alcohol there. And now every good party you see kids doing drooling and stuff, and you know it's just crazy. And now your people are saying, let's make this stuff illegal, make it hard to get. Well, you'll you'll be you'll be fixing a problem. But then you're gonna be making a problem much worse. And when you do that, it's gonna be terrible. The effects will be consequential. And it's not, it's not up to everybody. It's not up to me to tell you I told you so. It's going to happen. Remember, in the 1920, 19, the 1900s when they did Prohibition, guess what went up? Crime. Crime went up. Crime went up when they did Prohibition. We've also seen addiction, depression, suicide go up since they've done all this. Now, I'm not saying alcohol is good for you. But it's definitely, it definitely hurt our, my generation's, generation's social skills. Because alcohol is always going to be contemplated with socialization. It always is. If you're at a social event, there's always alcohol there. Now, nicotine, tobacco use, people do it. And yeah, it's harmful for you. And alcohol is harmful too. But but them saying on the TV that people do not know the consequences before they do stuff like this. It's just plain bogus. Every time I drink, I know... If you drink too much alcohol, your liver will fuck up on you. If you smoke too much cigarettes or or do too much dip, dipping tobacco, chewing tobacco, you'll get some type of cancer. If you hit the jewel too many times, your lungs will be all fucked up. People know this stuff. It's obvious. But, you know, there's an addiction factor. Our government... Is fighting the wrong battle they're going after they're, they're trying to they're trying to have less people use it you need to fight addiction here you're not fighting you're, you you have to fight addiction to make this issue go away if you don't want alcoholics fine but you haven't done nothing to fight addiction if you don't want people, kids addicted to jewels, fine you gotta do something to fight addiction if they can't buy nicotine, if they can't buy any, like, nicotine-based gum or something, they're addicted to it. But we have to wean them off because cold turkey sucks. And you're suggesting all these kids go cold turkey with all that nicotine in their system. You're, you're in for a violent awakening because it's not going to work. It is not. This thing is bound to fail. And you can, and you can go call your congressman and tell him, What I just said, there needs to be a, number one, a clear age of majority. Since the age of majority, the age for legal adulthood in this nation is 18, why are we putting people in jail for minors in possession for alcohol and then tobacco? That's something. Number two, always start local. Always start in your state. If you can get a state rep behind your idea, wherever you live, state rep, state senator, they will, if they get behind your idea, and they get somehow passed through legislation there, and their governor signs it, you have a Supreme Court case made automatic. And the government will try to stop you, but they really can't. Because guess what? You can argue small government here. And guess what's on the Supreme Court? Guess who has the majority? The Republican Party, whose justices are all for smaller government. Now this is going to be interesting now. Because people are going to be like, well, who do we blame here? This is who you blame. You blame, you don't blame anyone. Well, you blame your whole Congress. You blame, you blame politics and how it works. And this is why. Because if I'm a senator in D.C. when this thing was getting introduced into the budget, I have to support that budget if we wanted to get to the president's desk by the deadline so we don't go into a government shutdown. Because guess what? You ask every politician who you know in D.C., they're going to tell you the exact same thing. They don't want to be blamed for a government shutdown. They don't want a government shutdown. It hurts approval ratings. It hurts reelectability. It hurts a bunch of things. And they don't want that. So that's why they voted for the budget. And that's got included in the budget. And now you have under 270 days. To get off this stuff. Or you'll have consequences dire to face. Terrible consequences. And sorry for ending my show in such a negative tone. But we must realize what we're coming down to. We're coming down to our choices here. Our government, if they want to take away people's freedoms, just let them. Because guess what? People have the right to vote. And they will vote those people out of office if they start seeing more and more consequences. That's what people have. And our politicians don't realize that. Until two years later, when the results start coming out that their decision they made was wrong. And that's how we're going to end this show. I'm Jack Pangburn. Thank you for watching. Good night.